0: All right, what did we do last week, Saints? We talked about the coronavirus, amen? Because the coronavirus is running rampant right now. And I went into great details about the virus and about the vaccination, amen? Answering questions like, is the vaccination for everybody, amen? And in my opinion, the vaccination is not for everybody. It's for people who have compromised immune systems. If you if your immune system has been compromised, and a lot of older folks have their immune system is not that strong. It's not going to fight off things. Then they m- might want to consider that vaccine. But it's you know, I t- I talked about how all medicans Medications have side effects and you have to weigh those things. Is the side effects of this thing, uh, does it outweigh what's really going on? You have to look at everything when you start putting things in your body. Amen. But we ended up last week in Revelation and I wanted to show you some similarities between the coronavirus vaccine and the mark of the beast amen and uh so we looked at revelation chapter 13 and uh it it said it talked about when the mark of the beast comes if people don't take that mark they're not going to be able to buy and sell amen they they may not be able to you know and i showed you the similarities of how you know uh with with the coronavirus you know, they're saying you might not be able to go to work unless you take the vaccine. They're going to mandate some things for certain people. And if you don't do it, then you're not going to be able to work. You know, you may not be able to be normal in the society as before. That's really at the bottom line. Amen. But then I answered the question for you all. Man of God, are you saying that the coronavirus vaccination is the mark of the beast? That was the question. Amen. And the answer to that question, again, so everybody can be clear, is no. (laughs) I'm not saying that the coronavirus vaccination is the mark of the beast. I'm not saying that at all. Amen. But what I am saying is it's ushering in that mindset. It's ushering in the mindset that if the government says, Everybody got to do a certain thing. It's letting our guards down to say, we, okay, well, that's what we got to do. They said we all got to do it. Everybody got to do it. It's ushering in the mark of the beast. See, the devil is a liar. He's very deceptive. He's a perverter of the truth. So he's just not going to have you take the mark. Amen. He's going to bring it in in such a way where you don't even know it. Amen. When he presents it. So he sets things up, and that's what I'm saying. This looks like a setup to me. Amen. Everybody got to do this. The government is saying everybody has to do it. Amen. <laughs> and that's, that's ushering in what the Bible says is coming in these last days, which is the mark of the beast, whatever that is. God didn't reveal that to me. But, I, but he did reveal to me this is setting it up. Amen. So we want to be careful Amen. Because last week what I showed you all that Satan has a, a unholy trinity. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the Lord showed it to me. It's an unholy, the unholy trinity of Satan it makes up, is made up of Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. All three of those make up Satan's unholy trinity. Amen. And so, you know, the government. The Lord showed me was the Antichrist in that, in that equation. I say, well, how is the government the Antichrist? Is this against Christ? Yes, it is. That's why they can make laws contrary to the Word of God. It's not promoting Christ. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and then the false prophet, the Lord showed me was a person in the church that's promoting the government. <laughs> Amen. The Antichrist. So, you know, many are saying, yeah, this is what they said to do it. You all ought to do it. Everybody ought to do it. No, I'm not saying that. Amen. I'm saying, I'm telling you that you got to weigh that situation. It's a personal decision. Amen. If your immune system is is sufficient, and and I showed ways last week where you should be working on your immune system all the time. Amen. If your immune system is sufficient, then you don't need to be taking a vaccine. Amen? Because the vaccine, once that enters into your body, your immune system is going to go against that because it's coming against anything that's foreign in your body. I hope you're all listening to me right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So, you know, that's why they say the vaccine is like, you know, we think, oh, we get the vaccine, we can't catch it. That's not what they say they said if you get the vaccine and catch it, it won't, you won't suffer from it as bad. Well, that's the same thing if your immune system is up to par. If you get anything and your immune system's up to par, it's going to attack it. You're not going to suffer. It's not going to kill you. That's what they're saying about the vaccine. It's not going to kill you. You get it and you've been vaccinated, you, not, you won't die from it. And that's probably not all the truth because I'm sure some folks that have got that vaccine and probably passed away that we don't know about. Amen. But that's what they're saying. But let me give you this revelation. I want to give give you another angle today because I want to stay on the subject. Amen. I'm going to give you another angle. I'm going to show you what the Lord showed me. Uh, Because God uses and he permits things for his glory. Say amen to that. (laughs) For his good pleasure. God will allow some things to happen. And he's merciful. Amen. I know I know many folks have came to Christ just because of this virus. That's it. I know. I know some folks personally to call me up when it first came about and said, Pastor, what do I need to do? I say what what we all need to do. We need to receive Christ in our hearts and we need to surrender ourselves, our lives to the Lord. So all these promises can apply to us so we can stand on them. So God knows you his child. That's what we all need to do. Amen. So I'm saying that God uses things for his glory, and I believe he's using the corona because he uses everything for his glory. Amen. In Revelation chapter 4, verse 11 says this It says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created what, saints? All things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created so god has created everything and he uses them for his good pleasure amen to receive his glory and it may look bad to some of us but you know he takes all things and work them together for good amen and i really believe the lord is using this coronavirus for his glory because after everything is said and done many folks are going to come to christ because of this virus realizing At the end of the day, Christ is the answer. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let me show you this correlation, those things. Because uh, in in many cases, it takes catastrophes for us to realize we need the Lord. Everybody should say amen to that. I know I'm preaching to myself. I was at my lowest, lowest, lowest when I finally decided, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm gonna depend on you. I'm gonna do it your way, huh? I just didn't come because everything was going well. Everything looked like it was about to really be over. Amen. That's when I came. So I know how catastrophes can get us to the Lord. Amen. But I'm gonna show you this correlation the Lord the Lord showed me. Uh, because again, the coronavirus attacks or it makes some people sick. And others, it can kill. It can be lethal, right? For people that have compromised immune systems. I liken God in the spirit to our immune system in the natural. And I really want you all to see this. I'm going to drive this point home right here. Amen. See, we have a built-in immune system that fights off any disease that tries to attack our bodies. Correct? God built it in us. Amen. Amen. Again, we should always work to strengthen our immune systems now. And taking vaccinations do not strengthen your immune system. Amen. It doesn't ever stop you from getting it. That's why if you're vaccinated or not, you gotta wear a mask. Isn't that what they say? They said if you see, you know, it's like a false sense of security, and everybody was blaming everybody else. So the people that wasn't vaccinated were saying. It's the people who's vaccinated that's spreading it because they have a false sense of security because they don't have to wear masks. We can go anywhere. We can do anything. We can go to La La Palooza. Did you get the vaccination? Yeah, well, we can go do that. And then the other ones, the the vaccinated folks who saying, it's you folks that are not vaccinated because you all are are carrying the disease around because you're not vaccinated. So it's causing a real big, huge separation, saints. Amen. But at the end of the day, if you, they say, again, if you don't, if you take the vaccination, it's less harmful to you. And I'm saying, well, if your immune system is strong, it's the same thing. It will be less harmful for you and definitely not gonna kill you. And I showed you some ways to strengthen your immune system in the natural last week. I told you one way was through a proper diet. When you eat properly, your immune system becomes stronger. Amen. Regular exercise builds up your immune system. Drinking plenty of water builds up your immune system. Getting enough sleep, gets, that builds up your immune system. And the main, one of the main things is to minimize all that stress in your life. Amen. Amen. Best way to do that is to spend time with the Lord, mind you. I want to just drop that in there. The Lord is a great stress reliever. Y'all know when y'all read that word and look at all them promises, all that pressure comes off of you. Jesus said it best. He said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. It's the same with our God saints. I liken God in the spirit to our immune system in the natural. But here, here's the revelation. I want you to catch this. See, germs are around us all the time, it's not just the corona germs are constantly around, I don't care how clean you try to keep things, germs are around us, we're breathing them in all the time, amen? But our immune system protects us in the natural from all those things that we take in that we don't even know. Many of the other germs that has gotten our body, our immune system, put it in check like that, you don't even know it, amen? What do they call people that, that walk around with the corona and, and don't even know it? A systematic, I think that's the word they use. You know why they ain't systematic? Cause again, the immune system got it in check. They say, it's just less. Illegal. Okay, you live in this little tiny part here doing nothing. Amen. <laughs> you in there? Yeah. So they'll test you. Yeah, you got it. You got to go home and and uh, quarantine. But it's not even affecting you. Why? Your immune system is so high. It's it's, it's got it in check. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Well, in the spirit, guess what, saints of God? This is why I liken God to amuse us. In the spirit, guess what's all around you all the time? Evil. Evil was evil all around us all the time, saints of God. Why don't it, why don't it attack us? Because God is protecting us. Huh? He has a hedge around his people who fear him. Is that what the scriptures say? <laughs> so that no harm can come to them from the evil that's all around us. Everybody know it can jump off at any time, anywhere, especially today. Amen. We see it happening. Evil is just jumping off every you can be driving your car. Oh, it's a shooting on the expressway. That seems to be like every day now. Oh, it's a shooting here. It's a, evil is around all of us all the time. Amen. But the Lord is keeping it in check for his people. Amen. He got it in. Okay, I'm going to show it to you. Let's let's, let's go to the Bible. Let me show you what it looks like in the Scripture, saints. Turn in your Bibles to Job chapter 1. Let me show it to you so you can see it plain. Thank you, Jesus. Remind me of Elder Vic. God is in control. Please believe. God is in control. Amen? (laughs) Like our immune system. If our immune system is not compromised, you better believe it's in control. Amen. Any germs that's coming into your body, it's going to put them in check. It's not going to allow it to kill you. Amen. You might for a few days feel a little down and out, but it's going to eventually overtake it and put it in check and dismiss it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody in Job chapter 1, I want you all to see this real clear. It says, It says, Verse one says, "There was a man in the land of Oz, us, whose name was Job." Amen. Not the land of Oz, the land of us. It's not the Wizard of Oz. It's us. Amen. <laughs> whose name was Job? And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. Everybody say Amen to that, huh? <laughs> That's where we are in Christ, huh? We're perfect, <laughs> huh? And we're upright in Christ. We fear the Lord and we eschew evil. Amen. So Job was a man of God. Say amen to that. He trusted in the Lord. He was perfect and upright. (laughs) Amen. Just like we are in Christ. Look at verse 2. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. Now, this caught my eye right here because that man was similar to me. I got seven sons. And three granddaughters. Amen? Say amen to that. (laughs) I say this man was kind of similar to me, Lord. (laughs) Look at verse 3. His substance also was 7,000 sheep, and 3,000 camels, and 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 she asses, and a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the east. Job was was rich in God and in substance. Amen? I want you all to know the two go together, too. Amen? Both of those things go together. When you're rich in in Christ, you're rich in substance. You have everything. God is our everything. Amen? But we just know the order of the thing. What do we do? We seek the kingdom what? First. (laughs) That's the difference. Amen? Look at verse 4. And his sons went and feasted in their houses, every one his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So these kids was partying, right? Say so they was having a feast. He was feasting in their houses, having a good time. Amen. Look at verse five. And it was so when the days of their feasting were gone about that Job sent and sanctified them. And rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Oh, that's a real man of God. You know, he do interceding for his family. Huh? He knows what he how his walk is in Christ, but he's saying, My kids, you know, they feasting, they partying. I'ma start interceding for them. I'ma pray for them. Amen. that's what this that's what this scripture says thank you jesus hallelujah lord hallelujah lord jesus thank you lord he was offering burnt offerings according to the number of them amen he was interceding for his children that's what we do everybody say amen to that huh we constantly lift our children we can't be with them all the time amen (laughs) so we have to give them to the lord lord please watch over them please keep them He's saying, in case they sin in the Lord, please forgive them. That's what the scripture is saying Job was doing for them. Amen. Look at verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. <laughs> now look who's hanging out with the sons of God. Saints. <laughs> the devil. Satan. It's like, it's like, you know, when you look at powerful men of God, look at look at Jesus. He had 12 disciples, right? But one of them was a Judas. Amen. Here all the sons of God come, you know, to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan is right with them. I want you all to see this clearly. Look at verse 7. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence, whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. <laughs> Satan something else, ain't he? Huh? he's bragging? He, the Lord said, "Where you come from?" Huh? <laughs> now nah, he brag because you know he's full of pride, right? He's very proudful, prideful. So he's bragging to the Lord, "Where you think I'm coming from? I'm walking to and fro and up and down in the earth because I run it." Amen. That's what he's saying. I took it from your boy Adam. Remember, asking me where, where, what, what, where, where I'm coming from? What's coming down? You know what's coming down? In Peter, though, the scripture says it like this. It says, he's walking around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. Amen? Who is that saints? Who is the one he may devour, by the way? I want you all to see this. Because it says, he's walking around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. Well, who is that person? Who is the one he may devour? It's real easy. It's the one who don't have no immune system. (laughs) Or the one whose immune system is compromised. <laughs> nothing to keep him off. No God. See, I'm trying to show you that the Lord is likened to our immune system. Amen. <laughs> no word. Huh? That's the one who he's looking for to devour. See, he come to me. I'm, he know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to quote the scriptures. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do this to you. Oh, that to you. You can't do nothing to me. No weapon formed against me will prosper. I'm going to start quoting the scriptures. Well, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a make sure that this happened or that happened. I serve the Lord thy God. He said everything is all right. I'm going to start telling him what the Bible say. So he's he he not going to waste his time coming to me. But he want to come to the person who don't know all this. huh? He's seeking who he may devour. It, 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 he's not seeking a person in the Lord. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to make this so plain to you. So you don't believe in God who promised to keep Satan off of you? Say to God. <laughs> See, the way the way to activate God's word is to believe it. Amen. Let me, let me, show, you, let me show it to you in another way, real quick. Keep your hands. Keep your hands on uh, Job chapter 1. And turn quickly to 1 Peter chapter 5. I want to show you a few things in that because we're talking about Satan walking around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour, right? I want to show you something in 1 Peter 5, because that's where that came from. But I'm going to start at verse 1. It says, The elders which are among you I exhort, whom whom am also an elder, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. So Peter right here is motivating his elders. Amen. An elder is a leader, just like the shepherd. Amen. Elders emphasize their, their, their spiritual maturity. So they call them elders. They are mature in Christ. Amen. In ministry, you need godly leaders to oversee and help feed the flock. Amen. Look at verse two. It says, feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint." But willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. So Peter is talking to his elders. He is encouraging them. And he's telling them to feed God's flock. Amen. Spiritual food, that's what he's telling them. He's saying, don't hold them back by constraint. So this scripture said, not by constraint. Amen. But feed the flock by means of giving them the word, to protect them. That's feeding the flock, to care for them, feeding the flock. They belong to God. See, the flock belongs to God, not to the pastor. Amen. He just leads them. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Here's a a most important piece I want you to see. Uh, Because it says, but of ready mind. It says, do it willingly, not for money, not for filthy lucre. Amen. And uh, many got this one twisted. If you minister for, to God's people for money, everything is out of order in your ministry. Things are going to be out of order. Amen? That's not why. See, God, you all remember I gave you all the message on a hireling. I said, what's a hireling? A hireling is a pastor that the church hired to become the pastor of the church. Amen? It's tough being a hireling because you're not going to be able to preach the word of God. You're going to have to preach what the people want to hear. Amen. Why? Because they hired you. You were hireling. Amen. I promise you, I met one. I was invited to speak at this church and I went out and this man of God was telling me how the deacons and everybody was cursing him. And I was in shock. I said, what? Yeah. Oh, if I do this or if I say that, oh, it's a fight and blah, blah. Well, why? Because he's a hireling. They hired him. Amen. You got to say what they say. So when you're doing it for money, you hired to do that, your, your, your stuff is going to be out. Can't, you can't do what thus saith the Lord. Amen. I want you all to see this clearly. Because people think that, you know, that it's a money thing. Even a large titers, they come in and they, they give a large amount. And then they think you're supposed to just do what, you, what they tell you to do. Amen. That's not how it works in the house of the Lord. You're promoting the ministry. The ministry has to be promoted in your giving and tithing. But it's not, it can't be ran by the people. Amen? God has to lead it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Or well, people have all these ideas of what the, where this money should go, this and that, and then we should do this and we should do that, huh? And all of a sudden the people are in control and not God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That happened to Moses. (laughs) Moses told, God told Moses, look, I got this this land for you flowing with milk and honey. Amen? But you know what the people told Moses? And I just caught this the last time I I preached on that. The people told Moses, hey, let's send send some people out to spy the land out and all this and that. But God had already told Moses that he gave them the land. So he went along with it, but then here come all these heads of tribes back talking about what they couldn't do. God had told them it was theirs. Go get it. And they were talking about, oh, no, we can't do it. We we grasshoppers. We ants. Amen. And at the end of the day, to make the long story short, what happened to Moses? He didn't enter the promised land. (laughs) Why didn't he enter the promised land? Because he was listening to the people. Huh? God had told him, I got the land for you. But he was listening to the people. He left, and then our things get all out of order. Huh? Aaron, they said, well, hey, let's take it at once. They knew the word of God. Let's just go get it. But 10 other ones are saying, no, we can't go get it. (laughs) So, you know, I just wanted to show you in ministry, it's not about money, but a willingness to do God's will. That's what pastors have to have in their spirit. Remember, pastors are servants. The the most or the greatest in the kingdom of God is a servant. Amen. And that's where we got to keep it. Our focus on serving the people and the will of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse three, saints. It says, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. Here we go again. See, the greatest in the kingdom, again, is a servant, not a dictator. See, ministers should not glory in authority, but live godly lives before the people as an example. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 4. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. See, when Jesus comes, what I'm looking for, a pastor should be looking for, is a crown of glory that is forever. That's what this scripture is saying. It says, it fadeth not away. Amen. That's what servants of the Lord are looking for. Look at verse 5. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. <laughs> Uh, this is the first step to receive anything from God. You got to learn how to be humble. Amen. If you pride, you're not going to be able to receive from God because you think you know everything. You got it all together. Amen. I remember the first message I ever preached in a pulpit other than my son's funeral was in Pastor Brian's church. And the very first message I preached was on humility. Amen. The Lord gave me the word. I'm sitting there minding my own business. The Lord dropped the word on me, and it was so powerful. I said, Lord, all your people need to hear this, but all I do at this church is read scriptures and pray. I said, oh, I know what I do, Lord. I know how I get your people to hear it. I'm going to pray one of them long prayers and put all this word you just said to me. I'm going to pray it in that prayer. (laughs) Amen. I'm trying to show you something about humility. And and at the end of that service, Pastor Brian just walked up to me <laughs> and said, the Lord put a word in you. Would you mind speaking next Sunday? And I almost fainted. I say, how did he know? The only one who knew that is me and God. But he knew. And then it just kept happening like that. It just kept, that sequence just kept playing out. Until the last message I put, in, I, I, the Lord put in me, and I was up there preaching that word, which was, there is no losing in Christ. And then Pastor Brian walked up to me again and said, it is over. I'm like, what is over? What are you talking about? He said, I got to let you go. I got to let, they are waiting on you. I said, Lord, have mercy. Well, well go where? <laughs> amen but see the lord had been speaking to my heart all the time prepping me but i wouldn't have moved i would have sat there i'd be sitting there today but the lord showed me huh? through the man of god he confirmed it again right through the man of god you gotta go had nobody ever even seen anything like that i invited a lady from church of god in christ she's like what was that all about you know what i told her? i don't know she said i never seen nothing like that you you gotta go you a tighter you i mean you a faithful member you this and that and you gotta go she said to me i said hey you know i'm just trying to do the will of the lord and he is too huh he don't want to get in trouble for you know not just not hearing god and just oh i'm just gonna keep him there no if the lord tell you do something you gotta do it you can't look at all you can't look at the money that's what i'm that, that was that previous scripture Now, what if he would have been that type of pastor? I can't let him go, Lord. He's a titer. He he does so much in the ministry. He preaches the word occasionally. He does this. I got to keep him here. But it wasn't about all that. He had to do what he had to do. Amen? And that's what I'm trying to show you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So at the end of the day, This is what we got to be, saints. Clothed with humility. Huh? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse 6. It says, and when the chief shepherd, oh no, verse 6 says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. See, that's how you get exalted. (laughs) He just gave the formula. How do you get exalted? How does God exalt you? When you humble yourself. Under his hand. (laughs) It's another scripture that says, if you humble yourself, God will exalt you. But if you exalt yourself, what? God will humble you. Amen. (laughs) Look at verse 7. It says, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. See, that makes life in Christ so exciting, doesn't it? It's awesome. We can cast all our cares on him because he cares for us. Amen. Look at verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walking about, seeking whom he may devour. This was the punchline here. Again, who did I say was the one he he, he may devour? The one who has no immune system. The one whose immune system is compromised. No relationship with God. I'm relating God, now I'm likening him to your immune system. Amen. Satan is walking around trying to devour you if you have no God. That's the one he's trying to devour. Look at verse, verse 9. It says, Whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. See, the way to resist Satan is by standing firm in the faith, saints of God. See, your faith in Christ is, is automatic resistance against the devil. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How do we fight him? With the word of God amen we stand on that we believe that look at verse 10 but the god of all grace who have called us into his eternal glory by christ jesus after that ye have suffered a while make you perfect establish strengthen and settle you i want you all to see that real clear because this is the part we don't want to do amen Hallelujah, Lord! It says, "After that, ye have suffered a while." See, if you're in Christ, you will suffer. <laughs> Christ suffered. Amen. You know, people. Some people. They, but they talking about me. Who cares? They talked about Christ. Of course, they gonna talk about you. You trying to serve the Lord? Amen. <laughs> and you think you gonna? Everybody gonna like you? No, everybody's not gonna like you. Amen. And they gonna talk about you. <laughs> Oh, I remember my mama used to say this to me. So what? They talked about God. (laughs) That helped me tremendously. Who am I that they talk about me? See, if a person just knew that word right there, it would bless them. Amen. People who worried about people talking about them. Who cares? Amen. (laughs) They talk about God. Come on now. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. But what's the end result? This scripture is telling you what the end result is. After you suffer a while, he's gonna make you perfect. He's gonna perfect you. <laughs> oh, wait till he showed them that. You imperfection. Oh, you think they was talking about you then? <laughs> wait till wait till God perfect you. Huh? He's establishing you in him. That's what the scripture's saying. He's strengthening you. And then it says, and he's settling you. Amen. So don't worry, don't worry about that little persecution part. That you dealing with oh but they talking about me (laughs) oh thank you jesus hallelujah lord look at verse 11. (laughs) to him be glory and dominion forever and ever amen and what do we say all the time to god be the glory don't we say that huh we see through these passages of scripture that the devil is a roaring lion walking around seeking whom he may devour amen thank you jesus and I want you to see clearly that the only ones he can devour are the ones who have no immune system or no God. Amen. Just like on the on the natural side, the only one that the, 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 the only ones that the, the, the virus can devour or kill is the ones who have compromised immune systems. Amen. Just like on the on the spiritual side, the only one all this evil can devour is the one who have no God. Knowing huh? that's God is likened to the immune system. All right, let's get, let's get right back to the point. Go back to Job chapter 1, because I said I'm going to show it to you, right? I didn't show it to you yet. I'm just setting it up. <laughs> I'm just setting up so you can see this much clearer. Amen. You're back in Job chapter 1, look at verse 8. And the Lord said unto Satan, Has thou considered my servant Job that there is none like him in the earth? A perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and enshueth evil. Again, God is bragging on Job. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is bragging on Job right now, Saints of God, saying the same thing that the that the uh that the opening scripture said. There was a man in the land of Oz, an upright man, perfect in the sight. Now God is telling telling the devil that you considered my servant Job, Satan you seen him. Look at verse nine. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, do Job fear God for not? <laughs> this is really amazing. When I read this every time, it amazes me. Here is Satan questioning God about Job's motives. <laughs> That's what he do about with us. But the Bible says it like this. He, he, he accuses the brethren day and night. He's always accusing us. Amen. He's an accuser, saints of God, and he's implying that Job is selfish, just like he is. That's really what he's saying here. Amen. Do he fear you for nothing, God? Why does he respect you and reverence you like that? Is it for nothing? He did. He did. Uh, Eve like that in the garden. You know, he likes to ask questions like, "Well, you not you you will not surely die." Huh? She she said, well, the day I eat from this, you are not going to surely die. <laughs> Did God say you was going to die? See, you want to throw them questions to make you doubt. Amen. <laughs> See, when you walk by faith, you can't be wavering. Huh? Stand on. If the Lord, if you read it and you believe it in your heart, stand on that. But, uh, but I'm getting sick. I'm looking like I'm going to die. Stand on the word. Amen. Don't get off of it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. So here satan is questioning the lord you know (laughs) do of job fear god for not look at verse 10 has not thou made and hedge about him and about his house listen to this and about all that he have on every side thou has blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land (laughs) satan just gave us the punchline saints if you're upright and you fear god you've received Christ in your life, there's a hedge about you and your house and all that you have on every side. And also, whatever you put your hands to will prosper and increase. And Satan and his evil demons cannot penetrate it. That's what I want you to see. Amen. God in the spirit is like our immune system in the natural. Amen. Unless that relationship is compromised, Satan cannot do anything against you. Say amen to that. I want you to see it clearly. Look at verse 11. But put forth thine hand and touch all that, that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. Satan is asking God to withdraw his hand from Job. Look at verse 12. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. <laughs> now I said God uses everything for his glory. God is actually permit, giving, granting permission to Satan. Huh? How powerful is this? saints? Are you seeing this? Saints of God. God is about to prove to Satan that Job is not worshiping things. Remember what I told you? (laughs) You you don't do it for filthy lucre, amen. We don't do it for things. That's what he has to prove to the devil all the time. Oh, well, if you just let me touch his substance, if you let me touch his body, if you let me make him sick, he'll curse you. What did I say? If if any of that happens and you got a word to stand on, what do you do? Stand on the word. I don't care what Satan do. Amen. And that's what God was showing him in the scripture. Let me read it again to you, Saints of God. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. He gave He gave Satan all the stuff he had. All the things. Amen. Because he knew Job's heart. (laughs) He knew he well, we seek first the kingdom, huh? And it's righteousness. All the other things are going to come just from doing that you don't have to run after things amen <laughs> things will chase you down <laughs> i got some things right now in my life that i didn't i wasn't even looking for them they chased me down <laughs> amen <laughs> oh lord have mercy thank you jesus i want you to see this point and, and god wanted satan to see the point amen <laughs> he wants his people to see the point If if you got a word to stand on so what, it looks bad, saints of God. Say amen to that. So what, the world looks like it's getting ready, the whole world getting ready to fall in. Who in control, Elder Vic? God's in control. Don't you think he lost control? He didn't lose control. Amen. Believe me, he going to have that crown for you. Amen. <laughs> he got a plan for you. Huh? He had. Did God not have a plan? God, God is the one brought Job up. Satan didn't bring him up. God said, Job, have you considered, Have you, Satan, have you considered my son Job? Why are you running around acting a fool? Did you just, oh, well, I can't touch him because he have a hedge around him. Everybody say amen to that. We got a hedge around us, huh? But if it looks like he, done, he has touched you, amen, don't curse God. That's, that was a whole lesson in the whole Job. If it looks like things are gone south, Trust God anyway. Say amen to that. That's the message, saints of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It's about life in Christ, saints, that's exciting. God had to prove to Job that that, that, uh, God had to prove to Satan that Job was not worshiping things. Amen. That's why he told him, you can touch all the things, but then what else he tell him? But you can't touch his life. You can't, I don't allow you to do that. Who's in control? God is. He said, oh, I'm not going to allow you to do that. If i allow you to do all those other things because I got to prove a point to you because you're ignorant. You keep thinking that, you know, everybody is like you, selfish, prideful. huh? That's what the devil wants. He wants us to all gain those character traits from him. Amen. And God had to prove it to him. We seek the kingdom first and righteousness and everything else follows. It's secondary. Say amen to that. God fights off evil that tries to attack us saints. Just like our immune system fights off germs that try to attack us. Amen. We should always be strengthening our immune system. And I gave you some ways to do that. Just like that, we should always be strengthening our relationship with God. Amen. For example, what do we do? Make time for the Lord like we're doing here today. Amen. We're just making time for the Lord. We could be everybody in here, including myself, could have something else we want to do. <laughs> but what are we doing? We're strengthening our relationship with the Lord. Huh? <laughs> What's another way? Reading our Bible. Strengthens your relationship with the Lord. Huh? It's building your immune system up, which the Lord is liking to. Amen. Prayer strengthens your immune system. Huh? Builds up the relationship. It strengthens the relationship with God. Assembling together just like this. <laughs> strengthens the relationship. Amen. Meditating on the word of God. Strengthens the relationship. You always want to build that relationship and make it strong. So when the devil comes, because he has wile, he's wile. You know, it says so you can withstand the wiles of the devil. You got to put God's armor on. Amen. <laughs> Forgiving, folks, strengthens your relationship with the Lord. Amen. Repenting. I messed up, Lord. I'm sorry. I'm going to get that right next time. Lord, give me another chance. God is merciful. Strengthens your relationship with the Lord. All these are ways to strengthen our relationship with God, saints. And he's fighting our battles. Amen. So the main thing, what I want you to take out of here today is that the Lord is Likened to our immune system. Evil is all around. But God is, is, uh, is fighting it off for us. Amen. His word is totally against it all. And we got that to stand on. God is his word. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Just like in the natural, you want to keep your immune system strengthened. Amen. Proper diet. What are we? We went through all those things to keep your immune system strong. Same with the Lord. Amen. And this thing, again, I'm going to make this statement. I believe God is using this coronavirus for his glory because you got to make a choice now. Nah, you're going to either, you know, take your chances on whatever you think is the cure <laughs> or you're going to strengthen your relationship with the Lord. Huh? That's what you that's the smart thing to do. Strengthen your relationship with the Lord. You don't have nothing to worry about, amen? Because there's some other stuff coming down the pipe, <laughs> like the mark of the beast, amen? That's what this Bible says. I believe the Bible. In these last days, they are, they're going to bring this mark, and they're going to say, everybody got to take it. And if you don't take it, hey, you're not going to be able to buy a sale. Well, how are you going to eat? You can't buy nothing. Huh? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't let them brainwash you, saints of God, thinking you have to do it because everybody else, because they said do it first of all. Amen. And everybody got to do it. Amen. Take it to the Lord. That's all I'm saying. Amen. Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for reinforcing that you are the answer to all our problems. Amen. Showing us things, not letting us be ignorant to the wiles of Satan, the wiles of the devil, the wiles of this world, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for keeping us, Lord, for allowing us to be free in you, Lord, for watching over us, for watching over our families, Lord. We thank you for that, Father. We give you all the glory, praise, and honor today, Lord, for healing us, Lord. If something attacks us, Lord, your word says you are the healer, By your stripes we're healed, Lord, and we can see it. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for everything that you're doing in our lives, the plan that you have for our life, Lord. Plans to prosper us and not to harm us, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for answering our prayers for the folks in New Orleans, Lord. As we lifted them up to you, Father, interceding for them. Praying peace and comfort and praying that they may be saved, those who need who don't know you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.